Hey everybody, welcome to the Coffee and Combos podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm here with one of my favorite people. Well, he's my favorite person ever. Hey. He's my boyfriend, and some of you may know him as Ian, aka Fittest Rex on the internet. And I don't even know where to begin, but the reason why we're having this conversation is because three years ago, was when I had my first coffee and convo and it just happened to be with him. So we're bringing him back on to pretty much talk about his journey as a photographer and a videographer and just hear about all the things he's been up to since three years ago. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) You look so nervous. (laughs) Yeah, a little. (laughs) So Uh, for those who don't know who you are and what you do, how about you introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Ian. I'm Melissa's boyfriend, (laughs) (laughs) favorite person. Um, I'm a photographer and cinematographer from San Diego, and uh, the past three years have been pretty, pretty interesting. Seeing things flourish that you didn't think would happen, but somehow it happened. So, how in depth am I supposed to go? I'm pretty sure we have to warm you up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, some coffee real quick. Yeah. Red James coffee. Yep. He's doing my job for me. Yep. Red James coffee. Come by. Um, they have a cold brew. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so long story short, three years ago, we had this conversation on September 22nd, 2015. We were at Halcyon. I have a photo. That was me. a spot. That was I cool. know. Yeah. Halcyon no longer exists. But the quote that he shared, and I used to do this before we had a blog and whatever, was post like an inspiring quote from that conversation. And Ian's quote at the time was, it wasn't a failure. It's taking what you learn about one thing and applying it to your next idea. You learn and you grow. <laughs> He's shaking his head in approval. <laughs> yeah. How... How do you feel listening or seeing that and listening to this quote that you said three years ago and where you are today? What was the quote again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> taking something that you... It wasn't a failure. failure it's, okay. taking about, it's taking what you learn about one thing and applying it to your next idea. You learn and you grow. And at the time, mind you, this was when like economics was pretty much at a close. I think I had, had just shut down officially type of thing and that's where I went on my new venture which was photo and video and I told yeah. myself I hate my job I need to quit my job and I need to get better at this and I've been doing photography and videography for years but more of a, like a professional or like make money with it that's it was about three years ago four years ago when I said I have to quit my job um, I did end up quitting the first job that I hated and I did valet for two years and I love that because I'm a car guy and like that was a cool job easy and stuff you just have to work on weekends but again I realized like yo I can't be here all the time and I decided to like really learn learn the craft get better and use a camera and it's been a journey um, things I took from economics I think would be the consistency I have, I have to be consistent and I feel like I'm still learning mm-hmm. to be consistent it's when when life comes at me fast I get overwhelmed easily and I don't know how to like my to-do list gets big and it's like oh I don't know what yeah. to do first <laughs> and I think the consistency was just not giving up just just keep pushing yeah 
Uh, We're still going. Yeah, uh, you are. And speaking of going, you just celebrated. You and Iman both celebrated your grand opening for Gold Standard Studios just last night. How do you feel? I feel great. It feels good. It, I, I wouldn't have been able to do none of this without friends. I, everything happened because of friends like Hollywood Iman. I, I salute him every day. Like, I that happened because of him as well, you know? Um, everything that's been happening is because of friends and friends that I generally met over the past two years. We became friends and we're just helping one another and all this shit is happening because of that. And I think that's the part of collaborating with your friends and just having that uh, friendship that was very, that comes very natural. Yeah. Like when I met Iman, we I'm sure we talked about the studio of what we wanted to do mm-hmm. and the day we met it just felt like we knew each other for a long time we took that photo of him and it's just like yo i want to do this i want to do that and we got to know each other and we became really good friends i consider him my best friend and <laughs> and for last night to happen we're still in disbelief like oh shit like that's crazy like it, 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 it literally happened you know, if you were to tell me last year, like, hey, uh, next year you're gonna, you're gonna do this, I wouldn't have believed it. Especially like, after quitting my job last year, no, 2016. Um, it, it's been close to two years. Like, I wouldn't have thought, because you know, from your perspective, it just feels like you're not doing much, right. or you're not doing enough, or you're, you're, you are your worst critic. For sure. So. There was a lot of emotions going on last night, talking to a lot of people. A lot of good people came to stop by, you know, good words like, yo, you're doing dope shit, this. Like, a lot of genuine conversations that happen, and people are so excited for you. You're like, oh, shit, like, this is really happening, you know? It's crazy. Well, congrats again. Thank you. I know you both put your heart and your soul into every inch of that studio. And if you guys don't know what Gold Standard Studios is, it is a joint studio of photo and music, and I know we talked about it in Iman's episode at the beginning of this podcast. Like, yeah, he was our first official interview. But now that it's open and seeing everything come to fruition, like it makes me so proud not only as your partner, but like in life, but just to see your growth as someone that I met just five years ago. For those who don't know, I met Ian at this time in my life where I graduated college, I, my boyfriend broke up with me at the time. My best friend moved away. Another friend completely like was just so shitty. I ended a lot of friendships and I didn't know what to do with my life. And Ian was that kind of like light at the end of the tunnel. And I didn't know that at the time, but in retrospect, if I didn't meet him, I would not have been able to meet the people that have changed my life. And Ian being one of them because he introduced me to this entrepreneurial lifestyle like he ran a clothing brand I was like what the fuck is this you know I didn't understand it and it's really cool to see his growth just in a matter of that time because I never would have imagined that we'd even be friends you know and but here we are and we're like dating it's weird (laughs) (laughs) but going back to what you're saying that you didn't imagine like this happening so quickly what why why do you feel that way because you've worked your ass off as someone as in as an outsider who's not you you put in the work and you know this 
but why is it that you and other creatives go through this like kind of like identity crisis in a sense like oh I'm not worthy of this opportunity because not only are did you open up the studio but you're also going on tour it's like two of my dreams within a week not even a week like coming together uh, I feel like I'm, I manifested a lot this year of like things that I wanted to do and the fact that they happen it's still so crazy because I feel like I, I'm I know I'm putting in the work and I'm working hard but I still feel like I could do more and I can work harder or not harder but smarter but I guess I guess yeah that I know I know what I'm, what my worth is I guess yeah I, ha I have to give myself more credit I have to I have to um, know what I'm capable of doing I'm very I'm not gonna say very humble but I, I, you know like at the time when when we met and you told me how your perspective of me when we met <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do be that again I guess where I'm just like yo I'm doing this cool shit like like all yeah. up in your face type of thing I, I, I want it to be more than not it's not about me now it's it's about everyone around me and everything we're creating together and I want it to be more about everyone else instead of more of just me um, and I felt that when I did economics at first it was dope it was cool but I felt like it was more about me and the, like the whole ego thing, and I still carry that brand with me. But it's I have to understand being confident and stay confident and like not be cocky mm -hmm. again. I guess you know. <laughs> it just felt it's, it's it's a different mindset now that I have. I'm older. I'm like five years older, and I feel like I've grown a lot and I've matured a lot. Yes. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy. It's uh, I think, like I said earlier, all my friends, like I'm going to tour because of the, the people that I connect with because of you, like people, um, friends that I've met from you. And I like how everyone just kind of like came together and it's just unfolding itself how it's mm -hmm. supposed to. Because I had a dream to go on tour with an artist, you know, two, three years ago. Didn't know how it was going to happen. I went on tour with a tattoo artist and it was cool, but... It wasn't like the tour that I wanted to do. Um, and then, you know, like an artist would tag something on Twitter like, hey, I want to, we're looking for a videographer, like your friends tag you and stuff. And it always felt like, what are the odds that I'll be the chosen one in a way, right. you know? So I, I like the way it came to be with like with your friends. I'm literally traveling with my friends now. And I think that it's, it's better that way than just mm -hmm. a random person that, tag me on Twitter like, oh shit his work's dope let's take him that's cool too you know Yeah. but I'm glad that it's with my friends it's gonna be a lot more fun and it's not gonna feel like work that's even true. though we're gonna be putting in work we're gonna have fun on the road Aww, and you guys are family now it's so crazy like when Andrew came into our lives we had no idea that he'd even stick around because he's from New York he's a music manager he does all this cool shit then he comes back to San Diego been here for almost a year and like all these little opportunities happen like you went on like that short tour what for like three days or something yeah we did a three-day tour first. yeah how was that that was cool that was like yeah. a little a little taste a little taste of <laughs> we slept on a couch you know we slept on the floor like it was cool to um experience it mm -hmm. and get a taste of it and be like yo like we gotta do a full nation tour and it's, it's happening like they've, they've put in the work themselves too to be able to make that happen and the fact that like 
Vij and I are going as well, and we went with them the first yeah. three-day tour. It's cool because Vij and I are excited, like, yo, we're going again, you know? So it's just fun. They're friends. They're family now. We talk every day. Aww. Yeah. What are you most excited about when you go on tour? Capturing all the great moments, seeing Kari perform again. That was cool to see the, the songs, him being on stage and, like, his character of, like, of him and like his fans it, it was really cool that was like my first time traveling with an artist and being able to see something like that yeah that, and if, if you don't know like i i love the whole behind the scenes of music being made i went i took classes for music production years ago um, i've always loved being in the studio even though i'm not an artist per se mm -hmm. I, I love being there and um, capturing the moments of music being made you know um, the other day there was a session at the studio and they were watching BTS of Jay-Z mm -hmm. like in the studio and I thought that was cool I like seeing that and I, I like to capture a lot of footage even though I, I don't do it a lot with it at the moment I have it and I can always create something with it down the line and yeah I like being a part of that I like being a part of the, the BTS and I think I'm excited for that to capture all these moments and then be able to create something with it. We've talked about you know, maybe a little short documentary or a video, uh, a photo show. Like, I don't want to say too much, but you know, <laughs> there's some ideas that we've been talking of, like, what can we show people when we come back of mm. like the life of the tour, like tour life and like what we experience, all yeah. the ups and downs, because it's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And, and it's 45 days on the road. 45 yeah. days. Oh man. So I'm excited for, for everything. Yeah, I'm excited for you and I'm so proud. Like, you have no idea. Like, I'm not the only one who's proud of you, but like, people out here are like, wow, you're doing this. And I know that you don't necessarily think that, like, there are times where I know that you're, you feel like you're not 100% successful yet. But just seeing how how much you've grown in a matter of three years, five years, however long that I've known you. Like, it's just from my perspective. Like, I'm really proud of your growth. And even going back to the quote that you were saying, like, you took everything that you learned from creating a brand and knowing all the legalities. Like, something that I know about you that I could say 100% is that you're ambitious as fuck. And when you have your mindset on something, you're going to fucking do it like you do the research you actually full-on like go on you you look shit up you know like you're not just faking it and there are people out here who I guess you know want to pursue something similar but they want like a shortcut to the success they want to rush it they want it yeah. to be quick my niece 17 she does music and I even recorded her over a year ago for the first time at the church mm -hmm. at the studio and I know that she wants to make everything come quick, but I've told her, like, you're 17, you're young, like, don't rush it, have fun, enjoy life, create music, but there's no rush. I'm 31. Yeah. I feel like things are finally happening, and it's never too late, you know? You got to take your time. <laughs> Ew, don't stare at me I like don't know that. why you're laughing. <laughs> Do I look away? No. Hey, I'm mean, look at me. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like your shirt, by the way. It's like 
gold. You know, it's like almost gold. It's your branding. The aesthetic. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm no. proud of you. It feels. I'm like in front of you with these microphones at James <laughs> and like all this equipment. Like I love seeing your growth as well. You know, Thank like you. from when we met and the first time we sat down and you told me the idea like hey I have this idea to have conversations with people over coffee and I was like cool like let's do it and start it and I always push it like yo when people tell me ideas I try and push them to like do it right. like, like what 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 do you need what do you have to research like what's stopping you because a lot of people say I want to do this I want to do that and they don't mm-hmm. or a lot of people ask like when I was doing economics I did my research for years. I, I came up with the idea in 2008, oh, and I launched in 2011. I spent those three years trying to figure out things. I was on t-shirtforums.com every night trying to figure out. I, I didn't know anything about printing shirts, so I had to do research, and that, that's when I did my first LLC. Um, I didn't know anything, so I had to research everything. I had a, a, a page of like phone numbers for like the um, what is it? The Secretary of State, the website, the phone number, the address, everything I needed. Um, and then after that, a lot of people, you know, throughout the first, second year of economics, like, yo, I want to do a clothing brand. I was the go-to guy for within the people that I knew, you know, like mm-hmm. my friends at the time, like he's the one doing it. Like, let's ask him. And a lot of people ask me questions. I would always tell them all the information and a lot of people don't proceed. So the fact that like you, you had that idea and like where you are now too, it's pretty cool. Thanks. I love seeing that progress of you. And I couldn't do it without you or people who are willing to sit on the other side and share their story. Like, you know, I've seen you at your worst and at your best. And I think, like, just going back to what you're saying, like, you've gone through failures. You know what I mean? You've you've had business partnerships that didn't end up well. You've had this, your first tour experience with a tattoo artist who turned out to not be a really great guy, you know, and you've gone through so many bad experiences only to find that there's so much better opportunity out here. And for those who I feel like go through these failures and don't really know like what's next, like what, what is something that keeps you going? Cause I could only imagine, cause there's times where I feel like, fuck, I failed. I don't want to do this anymore. And I could throw in the towel. But I don't want to, and I know I shouldn't. But like having that little bit of, de- of like defeat, or just like knowing that you put your heart and your soul into something, and to not see the like return, it's just like, fuck, what do I do? You know? Mm. Like I've seen you get back up over and over and over again, and that's inspiring. <laughs> Airplane. <laughs> but. What do you do when, like, you know, when shit hits the fan? For the first day or two, I panic. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have to remind myself that it's literally thoughts that we, we control. So when shit hits the fan, I'm stressing out, money stuff. Like, when, when things aren't going right, you start to panic. I start to panic of, like, shit, what am I going to do? And I have to remind myself that like it all it's all mental mm-hmm. and I believe in like law of attraction and your thoughts and everything. Um, and I have to shift the focus. A lot of times I'm like, oh, shit, I, I'll, I'll be stressing out throughout the day telling myself this this sucks or whatever. But I have to just change my mentality and think like, you know what, it's going to be good. And then I, I, I tell myself things that I'm thankful for, like I'm good. Like 
I, I can't complain about this. Like, I'll figure it out. I have to do something. And then it all kind of plays out at the end. And that's mm-hmm. the crazy part. Um, it's a struggle being a freelancer. And yep. like, I'm going to my two years now. Um, I've, I've done side gigs like Postmates and stuff like that when I need to. Um, when it get, but when it gets tough, it's just got to keep doing it. You can't give up no matter what. Other people have it worse, too. You've heard those stories of, like, famous people that moved to New York or L.A., with, slept in the car. It's like, they didn't give up. What if they gave up? Right. You know, like, you, you just can't. You got to be thankful for everything that you have. And it's, if shit hits the fan, it's harder. It's easier said than done to change that focus. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I have to meditate more and give more time to myself. It's like, wake up and just, all right, I got a lot stuff to do today i'm stressed out whatever i I need i need more time to like meditate and clear my head a little especially with the past two weeks it's it's been crazy there was moments where i'm like fuck this like ah like (laughs) we're just trying to get everything done and now that it the party happened and it was it was a success it was wonderful to have everybody there i can breathe a little bit more you know like Mm -hmm. It's pretty hectic, but just keeping a positive mindset. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help but stare at you. <laughs> <laughs> would can you would you have like fuck. Like if you like this is crazy. Fuck. Like thinking about um three years ago. Would you have imagined that you, like, your wildest dreams would come true in a matter of a few years? Like, you've you've wanted this. You've wanted to open up your studio. You've talked about it before. Since 2011. Yeah. Yeah. And you wanted to go on tour, and it's happening. Like, you're leaving in a few days. And, like, could you have imagined that... I don't really remember what your focus was at the time three years ago I just remember you did want to try and like our coffee and combo that was you saying like I want to be a photographer and videographer did you know that you wanted to like direct films did you know that you wanted like in a way I've always liked video and movies and stuff I'm not a, the biggest movie geek per se mm-hmm. uh, I, I feel like I still have a lot to look and learn and kind of like study more directors and stuff like that but the past two years i've fallen more with cinematography in love with cinematography understanding the shots composition um i a year and a half ago i started looking into la film school talked to a representative seventy five thousand dollars for two years and i said fuck that i don't want to be in debt like i'm already kind of like making a little bit of money doing I think I know what I'm doing and I'm learning and I'm consistently learning. Um, so I didn't go that route. But when I was up, when I had the chance to do that short film with my friend Casey and uh, Rafi in LA, that opened up a whole new thing. That was the first time I worked in a full set with like 20 people to do this film. And that's when I got a taste of like, yo, I like this. I like the narrative stuff. I like telling a story. Video is storytelling. Mm-hmm. Looking back, like most of my shots, like when I did videos like years ago, it's just putting shots together. Now, 
you have these shots, you're filming them with that idea. It's like, how do, how do I want to edit this? I want to get this shot because I want to do this shot. Right. You, it's different now. The more, I feel like the more you learn also has a little bit less of um, fun factor in a way. Because, uh, for example, my nephew's 11. He called me the other day like, hey, uncle, I have a camera now. I want to take photos. Can you teach me photography? I said, hell yeah. Like, that got me excited. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Um, I told him, before I teach you, start using the camera. Because I want you to shoot without knowing rules. I started telling him about the rule of thirds. You know, the, the histogram. Just a lot of stuff. I want him to experience just like not knowing anything and kind of figuring it out a little and then I'll push him a little and I'll teach him some basics but once you know some rules it kind of makes it a little bit harder of like I look, I look back on when I used to take some photos I didn't care about no fucking rules or yeah no I was just out taking photos and that's and then you learn from that and how can I how, how can I make this photo better uh-huh you know um, I feel like I'm just ranting losing focus but I, we're talking about short films right <laughs> um so yeah after getting in the bug of that and like learning more of a video and then understanding about like a videographer and a cinematographer and a videographer does everything it's like the one man person you do audio you do video you're doing everything like when when it's just you you're, you're doing it all you're editing yeah. you're cutting you're directing you're shooting um with um with short films and narratives, everyone has their their talent. Everyone comes together, and it becomes a group effort, and that's what I like. Because that short film that I did, I would have been able to do it without everyone involved. Yeah. Everyone came together, you know? And I think that's the fun part about it. And, and then doing the 48-hour short film and including my friends, we were the ones that pretty much did, like, the shooting, the editing, and the audio. It was cool to, like do something like that and all of us involved again where it's not just you that was intense i don't know how you guys pulled it off but getting red to bull see and coffee <laughs> getting to see that on the big screen was really really cool and you guys walked away with a pretty dope award so you guys did it you know like because essentially that was you viewers choice scenes, awards right because yeah. you directed that what was that you directed that yeah i directed right. that and did the editing as well with jordan so it was, it was crazy. It was crazy 48 hours. <laughs> Ayman hates it. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's just shaking his head. His head. <laughs> but it, it was, this is what Ayman said, and I always use his quote because he said it right. He said, it was a beautiful nightmare. And it, it, was. it was. It was. I enjoyed it, even though we were yelling at each other at some points. Like, I can't edit this until you do this edit. And then 10 minutes later, I love you, bro. Like, it, it's just stress. It was crazy, but it was fun. And the fact that we won at the end, we were not expecting that. Like, you know, yeah. seeing it at the theater was something else. I was just like, what the fuck? Seeing everyone laugh and then I almost cried. Like, it was Aww. it was cool. Like, that was another goal that I, I told myself, like, I want I want a film that I direct. I want to see it at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. This is maybe my goal for that was like an actual film. But the fact that this happened, I'll take that. I didn't I didn't specify my goal, like what one movie or what film i just said i want to be able to direct something and watch it at the movie theater and, and it happened it was just a, a group a select group of people that were part of this event but it felt kind of cool like oh shit like it's just a little 
you get little taste of things and that I think that's what pushes you like all right mm -hmm. if I did that what what else can I do yeah you know um, for example if you know me I'm always talking about a 9-11 mm -hmm. to me that's that's my price at the end where I feel like okay I can afford it and it's just like not I'm not working too hard for it where it's like I'm I was able to become successful to buy this materialistic item that to me it's like that you know what I, I want to drive this on the weekend lately I've been feeling more of like you know what I, I feel like it's more attainable now if I just keep pushing hard I feel like I'm closer to that goal I guess mm -hmm. um, and that, I think that's what's pushing me forward to like yo I'm, I'm I need to get it you know <laughs> and then we go get coffee <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, kind of back to what you're saying about like the more you learn the less fun that you have because you're 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 taking something that you that once was a hobby for you essentially right and turning into a career and like I'm not a professional photographer nor do I aim to be one necessarily and I understand the basics but I feel like I have fun behind the mm. camera and like whatever I shoot in front of me is like whatever and it's for me do you still have those times where you can create fully for yourself? I haven't lately. I haven't lately, and I feel that's when it starts draining you. I, I have to do it more. Um, but when I have to make it more time to... I used to go out a lot. So when I had a full-time job, I, I used to be out taking photos a lot because every two, every two weeks I had a paycheck coming in. It was steady. I, I could, you know drive wherever I wanted Ga I had gas money there's times where like when it's tough and you're kind of low in funds and shit you can't I can't be driving every day from East Lake to North Park and this this and that certain times where I wanted to go out and create I'm like fuck I really can't or I'm busy doing this or that lately I've just been stuck at the studio getting it ready um, so I haven't been giving myself time to, to do that but when I come back I want to be able to change that, especially with Jordan. Jordan's been helping me edit this wedding, and we told ourselves, like, yo, we, a lot of times when we're together, it's for work. We're either shooting yeah. or editing. And I told him, we, we live close enough. Let's make it a thing where, and even Iman said this too. He's like, yo, when the studio's open and we're here working and doing stuff, let's take an hour of the day, go out. Go out, go get coffee. Let's just drive around, find a spot. Let's just get creative. Let's just be out in the world and then come back. Like he mentioned, we need that little break of yeah. getting creative and creating for ourselves. And I have a lot of ideas that I want to create that are just kind of um, side notes in my brain. I still haven't done my first photo show and that's stuff that things that I want to do, but those take time. Mm -hmm. You know, if you see Nid doing the food porn, like it takes time. We've talked to him like it, it consumes the time and you have to invest money buying all the things you need for your art. And like right now, my time and my money just kind of goes to in investing back into my business to like be able to sustain myself more and more and more so I can make more time for Later. me. I want to yeah. be able to create more of the things that I want to create. Yeah. Another thing that I feel like, at least one of the ways I feel like you do kind of have this like itch for creativity or at least like a new hobby of yours is comedy. I'm not going to put you on the spot right now because I know that you're not quote unquote ready yet not ready but one day but 
Ian and I have been watching tons of like stand-up comedy for a long time. And whenever we go somewhere new, we, I don't know, that's something we either like tune into a Netflix special or we go to like a local live show. And it's, it's really cool. And I think everyone has their own sense of humor. And I'm that type of person where I feel like laughter is just another thing that like creates that bond with another person. So if I'm laughing with you, fuck, I'm like living my life right mm-hmm. now, you know? And there's been times where it started off as a joke, like dad jokes in my dad hat or whatever you want to call it. And I feel like that's something you want to get into. Yeah. Yes and no. I don't see myself being a full on comedian, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, but lately the I've been loving comedy more. I've always liked it, you know, um, but being able to see more Netflix specials and w- that's our thing. We that's what we like to watch together and being m- more, getting more into that world has really made me appreciate it more. And I really thought, I'm like, yo, being a comedian now must be really tough because everyone be bitching and like you can't tweet something now because people be bit like people like it's just a different times, you yeah. know. So I feel like it, it's hard, and I wouldn't want that to stop me. But I don't, I don't see it as a full-on career thing. Like I'm just gonna <laughs> quit everything, become a comedian. Like I, I like doing it just for fun. I love making you it's laugh, a hobby, and yeah. Alyssa pretty much gets the private, <laughs> full-on, uh, what is it, uh, improv? Like oh, I got a joke, you gotta listen to it, and she just listens to the the bit that I have. I've been, she wanted me to do a five-minute bit. Yep. on this podcast <laughs> but just with my schedule and everything I haven't had time to sit decompress and write down jokes right uh, this is all something new to me so I listen to a lot of I've been getting more into podcasts with comedians that I like yeah. to, to just see how they are as a person and like kind of like learning from them and everything and I'm not ready but I think one of these days I gotta just I'm shy about that. Yeah. I told myself, though, I'm going to do a, a five-minute set. I have to perform five-minute set somewhere before the year ends. So when I come back, I have two months to either go to an open mic, just say a couple of jokes. Or I'm probably, I'm, I'm for sure going to bomb, and it's going to be bad. But guess what? First time Joe Rogan performed, he always talks about it on his podcast. Same thing. And it's like, I, I can't be scared of that. Like, it's going to happen. Like, I'm not, I don't do good with, public speaking in, in front of a lot of people and that's why when I first started this podcast when I was a little shy mm-hmm. now I'm loose like now it's like I right, whatever <laughs> but just the thought of like yo I gotta come up and like try and make these strangers laugh that's fucking weird you know yeah what if my jokes what if all, all I say is dad jokes I don't know <laughs> but hey like could be your I, thing. I gotta give it yeah. a shot you know yeah. I gotta like I gotta shoot my shot and that's like the attitude that you always bring to the table though is that you're always willing to try and I feel like you know just as creatives and people who lack for a better term like want to live the best version of ourselves in this lifetime it's like you're just willing to try shit out and I think that's the coolest part is that you know when you introduced me to like Mark Andrew at the time and like all of your friends who were creative like a few years back that was like an introduction to me wanting to try new things because when I graduated college I straight up thought like I'm gonna move to New York I'm gonna pursue PR this is gonna be my thing and 
I'm not in New York. I just came back though. <laughs> and I'm not living doing like PR or public relations or whatever, but like I could solely say that I'm fully living my best life because I was willing to try different I'm things. Living my best life. <laughs> and Hey, I'm in uh, drop a little uh, laugh track right here. All right, thank you. <laughs> but, you know, thinking about how I feel like it's all a mindset, right? And kind of like what you were saying earlier is everything that we tell ourselves, positive or negative, it's all our perspective. It's all us and our voices telling us these things that make it our reality. And it's just crazy to me that like my reality now is nowhere near how I imagined five years ago. Like five years ago, I imagined I'm going to be like climbing up the corporate ladder and doing this whole thing but now you know I freelance and I have my own social media business and it's weird but it's also like holy shit like it's I your, would not it's your life now yeah Every it day is, you wake it is up, cool. yeah. it's so weird you wake up and this it's a whole different lifestyle and like this is something I never thought I'd be introduced to but I wouldn't have if it were for you you know that's mm. I'm not owing like yeah. all of my success to you but you did put me you inspired me and you you pushed me to think differently because yeah otherwise i don't think i would have been here you we're know? meant to meet yeah for sure yeah we were meant to meet he <laughs> 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 i'm just looking at i was like what the fuck <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we just look at you once in a while like These what's are awkwardness <laughs> like uh, you do. You just, just need shine in it. once in a while, like Young Jamie from Joe yeah, Rogan podcast. I was hey, telling Jamie. someone the other day. I was like, oh my god, like I mean, just pops in out of nowhere and just like says random shit. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Yeah, just like right now. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Small talk and shit. And, hey. Yeah, because man, but yeah, we'll make it happen. Um, but I love to hear. Like, have you always had this mindset growing up? What mindset? I got distracted with like everything that just happened <laughs> right now. I, uh, yeah. Good <laughs> 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 one. The mindset of like, hey, I'm willing to try new things oh, and okay. risk, risk it for the biscuit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> um, I feel like it. I always, um, I changed my own engine my hatchback when I was like 18, 19 in my dad's garage without knowing how the fuck to do it. I've always kind of like taken up challenges, I guess, of mm -hmm. like learning and just just trying. Like, you know, I was never willing to uh, jump out of an airplane by my, like oh, me yeah. buying a ticket. But so thank you for like. That's right. Like, I guess sometimes you need that push. Yeah. Um, but after trying it, it really like, yo, I was scared of this because mm -hmm. I'm frightened of heights but doing that kind of just opens up like yo what else can I do that I've always been scared of you know like I totally forgot about like that like holding a spider a tarantula on my palm probably not gonna happen but I've talked about about that with um, Aaron like are you he said if you if you do that that's gonna help you with the fear of spiders and I was Oof. like I don't know about that yeah <laughs> but I feel like as a kid, I've always kind of just tried it. I used to skate a lot. Like, I would kind of, I had I had the balls to do some tricks when I was a kid. 
and like jump off. I almost jumped out of a roof at my elementary school with my skateboard. And that was one of those like, you know what? Maybe it's not the best idea, <laughs> but like, <laughs> let's give it a shot. You know? You but you didn't? No, I, I that there's some things I'm like, eh, I'm glad I didn't. Holy but shit. I guess I was always willing to like try something. Damn. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that jumping out of an airplane for your birthday last year. That was crazy because you were literally scared shitless. You did. You were so upset with me when I told you that <laughs> I... I didn't believe you. I was like, nah. And then I couldn't say no. Yeah. Uh, but all it took was for me to give you that push, give me like that you push, said. Yeah. And what's the irony is literally, if you watch the videos of us jumping out of the plane, Ian's reaction is like so much better than mine because I look scared and I wasn't even scared to do it and Ian's like having the time of his life the way on the way up the, I'm oh scared man, shitless that's they, true you remember that little turn they did with yeah. the door open I thought I was gonna <laughs> fall out of the airplane like I saw oh this man, the ground I was like oh shit was and then when we jumped out I'm having the best time of my life you're not <laughs> it, it, it just switched it was yeah it just switched it got better like 15 seconds after because I was like holy shit it happened you know and I I couldn't stop my face from making the fucking face it did but yeah it was terrifying I can't believe you did that yeah. I feel like everyone I, after that I've ran into some people that like don't want to skydive and I tell yeah. them like yo trust me I never would have decided to do it but I, I tell people like you gotta try it I know it's hard but it, it's a cool experience what has been one of your favorite projects that you've been a part of? Uh, oh, man, I'm trying to think. Forty-eight hour short film was one. What else have I done? I'm trying to think. I'm going to go with that one. That was like the first one that kind of came to my mind. Um, it really pushed my buttons to like exhaustion, excitement, stress, like everything in two days. Like I felt a lot and being a part of that with my friends as well. I th the fact that we all kind of went in together and ended up winning at the end was just, it was like a movie. I think that was the best part. I didn't think that whatever happened at the end, we didn't think it was gonna happen. Yeah. And the fact that it did, it's just one of those things where like shit like that happens, it's like, oh fuck. What, like now, if we have time and we wanna create a film together and then submit it to bigger festivals, like what can we do collectively, you know? It, it With a really, longer period of time? Yeah, but like having time to actually focus on the project itself. Mm -hmm. But it was cool to see that besides my friends and everyone involved with like the talent and the actors and like the camera people whatever everything everyone else was a family the the grand the grandpa had the boat um, the dad on the on the boat was the dad of the girl that produced it and I was in contact with the uncle because he he followed me on Instagram <laughs> and like that's how we got connected but I think it was nice to be a part of that because it was a family thing essentially yeah. and that made me realize like yo I want to do that with my family in the future, like create short films with, as a family. Like, I thought it was really cool. Uh, I'm totally blanking right now. I had a question ready for you. Um, make sure you edit this, okay? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Why are we like this? <laughs> no, yes, you are. <laughs> so, are intermission. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, fine. Damn it. <laughs> So, what are you excited about for the next, um, I'm trying to come up with a question for you. Like, what are you excited about something, something, what's new coming your way that like, you're oh like, oh man. shit, like this is going to happen. Because you've been putting in work too. Like, how do you feel of like, since you quit your job, I know that it's been hard as well. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's hard, you know, just like quitting your job and just doing it yeah it's been six months since i quit my job time Literally. flies because last night crazy. i thought it was two or three months and you're like no it's been six i'm like oh shit yeah and you know doing social media for clients and stuff because i was so used to it at my old job and that was like my day-to-day and i figured i could make that my day-to-day outside of my job and now freelancing in it, I think I'm starting to realize that that's not 100% what I want to do. And like the random opportunities that have come where like moderating panels, being on a panel and like getting to speak, like I fucking love this. Like I love interviewing, you know what I mean? Like this podcast gives me life and like I just see myself leaning more in that direction and maybe consulting for social media more teaching other people how to do it themselves instead of me managing it for Mm -hmm. them because oh it's so weird being on the other side knowing all of the information about like social media and how to grow your following and like how to build your own audience or whatever but if I have to pitch it to someone who doesn't understand it so that I can help their business but they don't understand the benefits of social media it's it's kind of like a disconnect because I'm spending more time helping them understand versus just doing what I'm 100% like like passionate about you you know hey for for this much I could do this for you to them like their perspective Mm because they don't understand it's like wait I gotta pay you this much for you to post on my social media Mm -hmm. if they don't understand like what yeah the value behind it it's It's like a science behind it so like yeah Nancy and I had this conversation about like we want people Nancy and I were talking about how we want people to work with us because of the way we are, not because of what we offer, if that makes sense. You know, like, oh, hey, I want her to, I don't know, help me plan this event or whatever because I hosted an event. (laughs) Or just, like, little things like that, I think. I feel like there's a shift, and especially being a year older, it's weird, you know, like. You're almost 30. Yeah, I still have plenty of time. That's two <laughs> years from now. Um, but just knowing that there's like so much opportunity, especially being in this space, because I didn't feel like there was in the beginning, that I felt like I was only limited to do social media, if that makes sense. And I feel like the more that I'm learning about like public speaking, like having this platform and like the opportunities that have presented itself, like people are so nice. like for coffee and convos when we 
go to like a coffee shop and they're so accommodating or you know they want to help us with a future event like that's sick and like that's something I want to create with this community is um, launching more events you know since unfiltered we introduced that idea of having like a live podcast recording with maybe like 30 40 people in the audience and then like me chatting with somebody over coffee kind of like a panel not really but it's just like more of that intimate setting you mm -hmm. know yeah. and it's different right like you and me sitting at this coffee shop face to face and having this conversation that hundreds of people will listen to in a week or something right but having them in front of you and like contributing to the conversation I think would be such a really cool experience because that's what I want to do at the end of the day is just help bridge that gap between mm -hmm. like the digital platform and in real life experiences so it's a different feel having those people in front of you and like them being able to ask questions too yeah that was cool that's what I'm excited yeah. about. <laughs> and I'm, I don't know. It's just been really cool. Like, I would not have imagined, like, Coffee and Combos, like, grew this big. Kind of like what you were saying before about how all these opportunities came to you so quickly that you feel like you're not ready for it. You're like, holy shit. Like, I'm what trying do to do? catch up, honestly. Yeah. I felt like that, like, last year for the first unfilter that we threw. And I just felt like, holy shit. Like, oh, here's an opportunity. You want to use my space and, like, create this experience? I was like, okay, yeah. But then, like thinking about the logistics and like whoa like bringing in 200 or something people into a space to celebrate coffee and community was just like crazy and like I was not mentally ready for that so obviously this time around I was ready for it because I knew what to mm -hmm. expect but it's just knowing that like it's just like that that gray area like the unknown like oh my god I'm gonna dip my toes into the unknown like what's gonna happen like I don't know and I don't think, I think it totally drained me at the end and that's why I had to take that break. And I'm really thankful for it because I realized what I had to do for this platform was create a podcast to make the conversations more interactive and people could actually hear your story directly versus I like that you started it, a podcast. You know, yeah. yeah. And it feels good, it feels natural and it feels like people could really know more about you mm -hmm. and just hear more of your story. I like to take over stuff too because now you're letting other people kind of to like oh shit like that that person was dope let me ask him a question or like they you, they get to share a little bit of them and like hey this is what i do on a daily yeah some people might relate some people might be like oh that's cool like yeah i like what the fuck you're doing Thank i'm proud you. of you yeah. would you can you have imagined that this is what would have happened when i Three. told you that little idea at a nah. coffee shop how many years ago i remember being so nervous think i was like oh my god hey i have this idea <laughs> think about the guy that started fedex like yo i'm gonna ship stuff there was one <laughs> at, at some point it started every company that you can ever think of in a way started with one person's idea right That's like very true. one was like ups fedex it started with one truck they, they were delivering in a small town i forgot where i heard this i don't know which one it is but that's literally how it started and now it's like worldwide like everything anything can be you don't know how big your idea can be mm -hmm. and that's the that's the that's the fun part i guess of like the journey because you're you're never gonna get there it's always a constant journey <laughs> yeah <laughs> a constant path yeah, that you're yeah. traveling in a hundred percent it's crazy kind of like what you're saying like you always want to go on tour and you never figured out like what that would be like up until like holy shit we met andrew and then like he presented an opportunity 
after that three-day tour, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, it grew into this, you guys are going to go, like, across the fucking country. Yeah. And this might not be the only one. Yeah. That's, you know, I, I was talking to Elmo yesterday at the studio. I asked him for some advice. He's done about 50 tours. He's, like, a tour manager and stuff like that. So I was just like, yo, any, any tips, bro? So he was just helping me out with stuff. And I realized I could do this tour and I'm like, I don't know, maybe Europe one, Europe tour, like, so I'm looking forward to like, see where life takes me with this and trying to balance the studio traveling and trying to travel more for work and all like together. That's kind of, I got to catch up and get ready for whatever life's thrown at me. What are you most excited about for the studio? Uh, people c- to create out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people to. Um, that's just where the people are gonna create their magic. You know, music being recorded, photo shoots, videos. Like, we we wanted to create something like that. We, you know, like with the church. Like we we miss that. A lot of people do, and um, it was so dope to like see Ramel there, and we, we've talked about that stuff and. That's where I met Ayman at the church. I, that's where I met a lot of people. And last night, seeing a lot of people interact. And then mm-hmm. I was talking to someone. I was like, hey, I want you to meet someone. And they're like, oh, I already met them. We were talking for like 15 minutes. It's like, oh, shit. That's cool. It, it, we want to like keep that going, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for just people to like create out of that spot and have a place for people to meet as well. Like an artist is there and then a photographer's there they can meet, you know, like just human interactions. I love that. And I think Iman said it best earlier, too, when I asked him, like, what was your favorite part? He said the fact that people didn't need an introduction. People just made themselves at home right away. You know, they found their way to, like, the food table, started mingling or, you know, just welcomed themselves. And it was a place where not only we were able to cultivate those connections for other people, but people did it themselves and I think just where we where we're at in San Diego and just creatively among our group of friends it's it's really cool to see that like among the different people that maybe we don't know like we still can connect those dots you know like introducing Lee to Sloan because he was looking for someone who has Mm -hmm. leg tattoos and she has a whole ass sleeve you know Um, that was cool and like this is only the beginning for you guys and I'm so stoked to see what comes out of it because I'm in and you both kill it you know and like not only is I'm a great engineer for this podcast but he just like does cool shit and he's a badass at doing it he's a cool dude also he's my my best friend (laughs) but I think another thing I'm excited about is like the art that we want to keep creating so the the prints that we gave away those photos are like a year and a half old. That's right. Um, we took, actually, no, about a year. Um, last year, September 2nd, we took photos of the Yeezys that we dipped in gold. So no that, one has seen those photos yet, huh? Um, we posted them before a little bit, but it hasn't really been out. We've been waiting for a fucking year to release stuff. Wow. So this whole gold standard idea has been in the works pretty much since we met, I would say. Yeah. We started creating those photos. So I'm excited to when I come back and like get back to like creating because we told ourselves we we got to remember why we started this and it's for the art and and the stuff that we're we're just Hashtag collaborating and we're culture. just yeah just <laughs> we're just collaborating and like throwing bouncing ideas what do you yeah. like oh this is like we agree like oh this is dope and like we go with it we have our aesthetic we have 
we just like mix well and I'm excited to create more prints and throw a show and like create art one of one of we have a print idea that kind of relates to the records that we did for the clean slate oh backdrop yeah. and that's that was our first somewhat installation of ideas that we've talked back and forth so I'm excited to create art like we've talked about and now that we have the space and the tools like there's no excuse not to it's just about making time and balancing everything trying to like make get work to pay bills to yeah. have free time to do the things you want to do it's a fucking it's, it's hard it's work a, yeah it's, it's not easy yeah and it's not like like you said you have to stay consistent and keep pushing and you're doing it though um something i do want to bring up on this podcast was kind of like our views because we talk about all the time about like social media and stuff and how it's kind of like this double-edged sword where you could connect with so many people on the platform but also the fact that it's social media and everyone's on their phone at all times kind of escaping reality when in fact reality is in front of us um i want to get your point of view just before we close up yeah. the podcast and just like hear your thoughts on that because i know you do have a strong perspective about you know what you do put online Versus what you used to put, put on, online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to tweet some bullshit five years ago that I'm not repeating on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I should go back and delete tweets because, you know, people be bringing shit up and it's just stupid. Like a lot of people's careers have been done because of that. And um, I'm starting to kind of like not like social media a lot, um, trying to detach a little. But it's hard because we, we needed we needed for our work in a way. Um, I feel like the the things that I put work into my my art, I guess sometimes just not seen because algorithm, whatever. And then the account on my car is just like whatever, it's just a picture of the car, and it gets m more people see that, and in a way, and it's the stuff that I, it's like I don't really put time into. Um, the whole Twitter thing, it's, it's just weird. Like the whole instagram and having numbers and people only want to fuck with you if you have a, a following sometimes and it's just there's so many talented people out there that don't have a following but they're just dope 100%. and they create dope shit and mm -hmm. it's like i feel like i've been looked over on some stuff that i get tagged with other videographers um because i don't have that number and it, it sucks but i told myself like i don't i don't i, I want to i want the right people to want to work with me because of they like my style uh, or they like my work not mm -hmm. just um we know i know of this person that, like wants a video to be shot with someone just because that oh they have more followers they're gonna post a video it's mm. gonna get more stuff like that like it's kind of stupid you know yeah. it's kind of like it work with the people you want to work with and stuff not go with the people that have more following because your video is going to be seen more yeah you know as a videographer do you think that and like just as a creator in general like do you think that kind of fucks up with your creativity and you like wanting to express yourself? I don't know. I I like to just keep doing what I do. Um, I, th I feel like there's a trend for videography. There's a lot of travel editing and all these mm. crazy transitions. And I could, I, I feel like that's just not my style and I've told myself I'm not gonna do a style because it's trendy um, 
I want to keep to what I like to do, and I like to create more cinematography. I don't like those crazy transitions. I like creating simple stuff and focusing on my shots and the composition and stuff. And I feel like I don't want to follow the trend and try and like find work that way because I have to do what people want. I'm gonna do what I want, what I want to create, and my style. And I I have to find the people that want that as a project mm -hmm. I can't I've, I've come to understand that I, I can't I'm not gonna shoot every artist music videos in San Diego yeah you have certain people that you work with there's enough artists for every videographer to work with there's enough for everyone to eat it's not a competition mm -hmm. everyone has their their styles find the person that has their, your style find the person that has the taste that you want you know I feel like I'm ranting but like, no, yeah that's, that. that's yeah that's that's fine. I was like, <laughs> but since we're getting pretty close to wrapping up the podcast, um, I wanted to get like a piece of advice from you that you'd give to other creatives who want to pursue something creative or, you know, maybe want to be a videographer, cinematographer, photographer, cool guy like you. Do whatever. Follow your heart. Follow your passion. Don't follow trends or what's cool. Just do what you want to do. Um, Find your, find your niche, 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 whatever. I, it's still a debate. Uh, <laughs> Mopia, Mopia, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, but don't give up. Don't look too much at social media. We all put our best stuff out there. You don't know what people are going through. Don't compare yourself to anyone. I think that's what hurts a lot. You compare yourself to other shit. You see other people doing dope shit that you wish you did. And mm -hmm. it's just like, you got to give them, give it up to them. Like, yo, they're doing that shit. And you got to make, make, create your own stuff. But don't, don't give up and just don't compare yourself to anyone else. It's not healthy. Compare yourself to your old self and grow. Look at your own work. I consistently go back and watch my own stuff and see how I've grown and how I've developed like my editing my, my style and see yeah. where i'm going and i've if you go on my instagram it's 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 changed to a lot more cinematography and i, I like that i like the, the the stuff that i like to put online that's just my my style so yeah i just no i love that thank you for sharing absolutely <laughs> um one last question and you know what it is oh yes oh i think i know the answer already yeah. If you could have coffee with anybody in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Alive is Frank Ocean. Oh, he's my favorite now. Okay. We'd would Frank Ocean or Joe Rogan. Okay. Like, um, if it was with either one of them, we're just literally gonna drive our cars and go get coffee and go for a cruise. Like, I would like to talk to Frank Ocean about cars because mm. um, he has dope ass cars in his music videos that. People don't really know about the cars that they are, but he has uh, like a McLaren F1 race car that's worth like millions of dollars. And for him to have like these four race cars that are legendary in his music video, that's fucking tight. Like I love his aesthetic. I love that he loves cars. Um, Tyler, the creator, has an M3 too. So I would like to talk to him, just drive our cars and talk to him about like why does he love the E30 and like all that stuff. Yeah. I can geek out. Of, I can start talking about cars right now if you don't stop me. Yeah, so. let's, <laughs> let's stop. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining me on this episode. Thank you for having me. Of course. And I'm really excited for you. You going on tour, the studio opening, just all the cool stuff that you have going on. So for those who 
for listening. If you could let them know how to find your work, how to follow you, keep up with you, how can they? Fittestrex.com is my main website. Uh, my Instagram is fittest underscore rex, and that's F-I-D-E-S underscore R-E-X. And Twitter is fittestrex. Are you ever going to yeah. tell anybody what that means? Nope. Okay. <laughs> they, ha- they can ask me personally. All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in, everybody. We will catch you in the next episode. Maybe next time there will be a bit. Ooh, he said it here. I'll release something on Instagram from... Okay, real quick. uh, We did a little... At the Unfiltered event, I got on the microphone with just (laughs) Leslie, Andrew, and Alyssa in Sandbox. And I just talked on the microphone, asked for suggestions, and I tried to come up with jokes on the spot. So that was a little taste of, like, performing. So maybe I'll release that on Instagram. Ooh, that was 18 minutes. No, no, I'm just just putting like 10 seconds. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you, Ayman. Thank you, Alyssa. Thanks. Bye. Bye.